I have your thing in front of me. Okay, cool. Wow, that sounds... Do you want to elaborate on that, or...? (laughs) I don't think I do. (laughs) Well, enjoy. (laughs) So, have you taken it all in, I guess? I have. Yeah, I have it. Yeah. That time wasn't even intentional. I have taken it all in. Every <laughs> every inch of this. <laughs> all right. We just found out women are going to headline Mania for the first time ever this year, and yet this is how we choose to start. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys. Let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a boss. Let me get this straight. Go ahead. When you're telling these little stories, have a point. Yeah, hello, welcome to Wishful Booking. I bet you're real happy with yourself, right? Um, I, um, your no, girl, let's not push it. Let's your not girl, push it. Your homegirl, Charlotte, she got everything she deserved, plus the main event spot of WrestleMania, plus a SmackDown women's title. Everything yeah, she deserved, it, plus those things. Yeah, there's a lot that she got. Uh, yeah. I don't know if deserve is the word, or slash it was logical for her to get these things. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. So, I'm not completely biased here. Yeah. Well, hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. I'm Liam McNulty, joined by Jimmy Moorcraft. Hello. Hello. What's up? <laughs> Nothing. I am exhausted and I haven't even entered MetLife Stadium yet. Oh yeah, you better rest up. Samoa Joe can probably help you out with that kind of thing, actually. Help Jimmy go night-night. Yes, he could. You know? That's, good. That's a good suggestion. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, so a lot of stuff happening. WrestleMania is taking shape. And if you ask me anyway, it's the shape that it's taking is a, an ill-formed thing. What is that ill-formed thing exactly? I don't know. I couldn't think of anything funnier than that. <laughs> you know, uh, I kind of, I started trying to think of something, but then I got lost just picturing like Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard sitting arm in arm, just like weaving a pottery, you know, like a pot, like ghost style from the movie Ghost. Yes. Okay. I so can see that too. One of those that falls apart, I guess. <laughs> okay <laughs> I could see this Yeah, so a lot of shit happened this week Yeah, it's just every week It's just getting overwhelmed Well, actually, no, I don't think a lot happened Everything the same happened, I feel like For most of these stories Well, yeah, yeah, I guess the Yeah, that's true uh, the, the biggest thing for me happened on Tuesday Early on during SmackDown Because it just came right out of left field yeah, that was a lot. Um, yeah. Are we going, do you want to go to that? Should we go to Raw yeah. first? How do you want to? Well, no, let's, yeah, Raw first. We'll talk about the whole Raw women's title picture in general. Um, early Monday afternoon or Monday morning, whenever they announced that the Raw women's title match would, in fact, main event, headline, rather, WrestleMania would be the main event, the actual main event of WrestleMania. So that was a big story going into Raw. And then they said we are going to have a beat the clock challenge. So I guess we kind of had that, although it was more like a get-it-out-of-the-way challenge, if you ask me. And um, they cut some promos, too. I guess the promos were interesting. What were your thoughts about this whole thing on Raw? Um, I think Vince is very tired. I think he cannot wait for April 8th to come. Actually, no, probably April 8th, 9th, April 10th to come. Yeah, Um, that entire week. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it was bad. I just think that they could have done a lot more. I was hoping for one physical brawl that they could have done, like in the backstage area, like in the parking lot. You have like Ronda Rousey, have like Travis come and like pick her up. So she like leaves them lying. Um, yeah. There's so many, so many things they could have done. Um, the Riot Squad is clearly low on the totem pole of priorities. Yeah. yeah. And um, that's come to be expected. So it's nothing I'm surprised about. But I just don't know what the point of this was. We've heard the whole dreaded momentum. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're getting momentum and momentum this and momentum that. And yeah. um, I, I don't know what it really does. I think Ronda Rousey should have beat Liv Morgan you think? even sooner than a minute and 26 seconds, I believe it was. Yeah. Or something along those lines. Yeah. So there's that. Um, the whole Charlotte, point of this- Ruby Riot. I don't think Ruby Riot should have uh, lost in that amount of time. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It was just she was a victim of the circumstance. Because they feuded in the past, Charlotte and Ruby Riot. So, right. you know, it was just, they were just all, all three of them were just victims of the circumstance. I thought it was weird to do a beat the clock with no advance notice. They should have at least, they could have had promos last week, like where you kind of led to a challenge for beat the clock amidst like a heated exchange. Yeah, that would have been great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise it's meaningless. I mean, yeah, the commentators can talk about momentum all they want, but... There's only so much they can add to it in terms of logic and importance and so on. Yeah. 
And as far as why they did this like this with no notice, um, I guess it was just to give Becky somewhat of a win. But obviously you can't pin Ronda, so there's no way to do that literally before Mania to give Becky a win over Ronda because she's undefeated, obviously. But and, And it really felt weird that it was over and done with by 8.15. Did that strike you at all? Yeah, I definitely thought that maybe they would interview one of them throughout the night. Um, you know, or do something. I mean, even if they did like a five minute video package, because they have a lot of material since, yeah. I mean, really since when Ronda Rousey debuted, if they want to, I said it on the show last week, but I have this whole idea for a, like a documentary almost on, yeah. you know, something where they could get a little bit more in depth than they're going to probably at WrestleMania would have made sense this week, I think. Yeah. And through their amazing video and editing skills, you know, I think Charlotte should be in this match, and I haven't wavered in that opinion. Oh, really? But I feel like in this video package, you could definitely trace the history back to how these three have really been intertwined for such a long time. And because yeah. of that, they, they could have done a lot of a lot of better things this week. And, and then next should've. week, we know that... Sorry, they, yeah. off the heels of that announcement Monday afternoon, like, you should have absolutely done something like that. They should have felt obliged to. Sorry, go ahead. How did you feel about, um, well, I was going to say that we know that there's going to be a six-woman tag team match next week and that they're going to team together, which for me is intriguing. I do think it's lazy, but I also at the same time think that, um, not that it's not not lazy, but that I am intrigued to see what happens because the stipulation is that if they fight each other and or mess each other's chances up, that they'll be pulled from the match. Yeah. So, of course, we haven't talked about SmackDown yet, but there are a lot of non-Charlotte fans who want Charlotte to not to hit Becky or Ronda. Oh, and then that's how you get to Charlotte and Asuka and Becky and Ronda in a singles match. Never oh, going to happen. Wow. Not going to happen. I, I mean, know, but not. I'm just, I, you no, know, I know it's not going to happen. And I'm so deep within that line of thinking that it didn't even occur to me that they, you know, between doing this whole weird thing with giving Charlotte the title on Tuesday and having the match next week where any of them can be disqualified from the match. I just didn't even make that connection, but yeah, no, it's not going to happen for sure. Yeah. But, um, I mean, regardless, don't forget the Bill to Rock and Hogan had Hogan pulling the rock by a car, you know, and that was, you know, could have been. So, I mean, I, I, I don't think this is unsalvageable. Yeah, no, it's not unsalvageable. But just given where we started at Rumble, the night after Rumble, how excited everyone was for it. It's just crazy to me that we're even having this salvageable or not conversation about this match. But, but my point is that when the bell rings and the three of them are standing across the ring from each other in the first women's main event, I think it's going to be a pretty epic moment. And I'm excited to see it live. Oh, definitely. It's definitely going to be an epic moment. But I don't know. Do, do you... Is it too soon to talk about the title? Should we talk about what happened on Tuesday first before we start talking about what that could mean, if anything, for the main event of WrestleMania? Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't think it, it means anything, but... Well, that's not true. Yeah, okay, we could do that. Sure. Well, yeah, not just, not just like, is it going to change the match at all, which I doubt that it will. But what, but you, what, you, were, what you were saying... Oh, yeah, go ahead. There could be stipulations added, because uh, it, in an unannounced... So they were advertising Carmella, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, and Naomi in a fatal four-way to determine the number one contender for Oscar's title at WrestleMania. For SmackDown Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, which to me seems a little, I, I don't know, the the reports are going crazy online that Vince changed his mind at the last minute. and um, then, But at the same time, I had sent you a picture of someone who put Becky, Sasha, Charlotte, and Bailey in MetLife holding up all their titles. That's right. Somebody photoshopped it. I'll post that to our Twitter. Yeah, Charlotte with the SmackDown, uh, Sasha and Bailey with the women's, and Becky with the Raw. Right. Um, I, I, I would not be surprised if this really was Vince's plan and that he knew that none of those competitors, referring to Mandy, Sonia, and Naomi, uh, and Carmella, would have been viable opponents for WrestleMania for Asuka after coming off of an amazing match with Charlotte last year and uh, obviously an amazing match this past week um, through no fault of their own. So, I don't know. I, I feel like he wanted to pull the wool over our heads, but he knew what he was going to do the whole time. Um, I think it's possible that it was a last minute change. I'm totally not ruling it out or think that's crazy, but something tells me that this is a visual that Vince wanted. And the person who made this Photoshop picture months ago wasn't completely crazy in that thought. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, but wouldn't Vince, I mean, wouldn't there have been an argument to make to get the title on Charlotte sooner than this? Like to have her actually challenge Asuka at like one of the last couple pay-per-views? To get the title on um, instead of this, you know, a week before? No, because if you look at the last couple of pay-per-views, I mean, not that Charlotte was integral in all of them, but I think that they still forwarded the story 
of the main event. You know, you had at Rumble, you had obviously Charlotte and Becky, the last two people at Elimination Chamber, you had the beatdown of the crutches. And then at Fastlane, you had Becky versus Charlotte to determine the actual triple threat match. And that's when that was confirmed and set in stone. Right. So you no, could have done I don't. The night of the beatdown with the crutches, you could have had her win the title off Oscar earlier in the night and then come back out for that. No, I think that would be redundant. And also make her look, and then people would complain about how she's being pushed to the moon even more so if she gets the SmackDown Women's Championship. <laughs> she's and in then, the main event of WrestleMania that a lot of people feel she had no place in, you know, the match. So, I mean, we, that's already the thought. Let me qualify that people don't think she's in it because they want Becky and Ronda in a singles match, which I understand. I think it's a preposterous notion to say that Charlotte's career and what she's accomplished makes her undeserving. We're not talking about that. We're not. I'm not. I didn't say that. Well, you worded it in, in, a, in a way. I, I think well, you're, trying, you're purposely trying here. to miss. Well, I'm telling you that's not what I meant. So <laughs> that's not. Okay. Well, it's what you sounded like it. So I'm just qualifying. Well, no, what I what I'm saying is that. This match right now is bigger as Becky versus Ronda one-on-one. So it's, it, it's more deserving, in my opinion, and I think in a lot of people's, of being in the main event spot if it's one-on-one. And a big part of the reason Charlotte's in the match is because she wanted to be a part of the first women's main event at WrestleMania. I'm sure the WWE wanted her to be a part of the first women's main event at WrestleMania. In fact, there was a, I saw somebody retweeted an article from like last year where she said she wanted to main event WrestleMania for the first time you know, for women against ronda rousey so it it that just especially put this situation in perspective for me okay let me ask you a question um do you, did you like charlotte versus oscar or becky versus oscar better what does that have to do with anything i'm literally asking a question which match did you enjoy better well I I, mean, either either of them wrestlemania or this past week i didn't like the outcome of any of no, them i'm talking about the wrestling from bell to bell that you're you're i'm not saying charlotte's not a good wrestler so I don't, Charlotte, I'm just saying I never disagreed with the notion that Becky and Ronda was on track to be a great singles feud and that Charlotte wasn't necessary. I don't think she's vital and that the match could not have worked without Charlotte. God, no. That would be very ignorant of me as a yeah. smart wrestling fan who follows the product closely. God, yeah. I never said that. I know. I do think she's going to bolster the quality of it immensely. Yes, you do. I do think that she's been consistently intertwined with them both. Somewhat. And I do think that there should be, there should be some merit to Charlotte's overall contributions to the women's evolution that for me have surpassed Becky Lynch's despite mm. Becky Lynch's recent I don't know and amazing and the credit is and there Becky Lynch has also been there all along Charlotte's been I mean mm. what you're talking about is Charlotte's essentially been booked better but as Ric Flair's daughter she was predisposed to that likelihood already talent aside you're kind of yeah. implying that Becky Lynch just showed up out of nowhere six months ago and caught fire she's been around this whole time contributing just the same to the women's evolution and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, but it wasn't until Becky was given, and you're right, and it wasn't until Becky was given the platform that she was able to um, rise to this occasion. But for no, me... She, no, no, that's not true. She earned the platform. She was... WWE was ready to just sweep her back under the rug again after SummerSlam. After the heel run against Charlotte, who was the champion, they were ready to sweep her back under the rug again. But she earned the status to where well, no, that made it she, kind of impossible for WWE to do that. No, she would have been swept under the rug after Ronda Rousey made her tap out at Survivor Series had that match happened. That's when she would have been swept under the Agree rug. Agree to disagree. I don't think so, but I guess well, you do. How so? She was still champion in October. So yeah, she, wouldn't have, like, she wouldn't have been... Her, her status that she earned at that point wouldn't have allowed them to just do that to her. And I think a lot of people would have been upset and up in arms about the outcome, especially if it was in like a, you know, pretty uh, unanimous fashion, like Ronda squashing Becky at Survivor Series. Okay. Well, okay. We're we're like ten days removed from WrestleMania, and, and we both are. Yeah, I don't very know. I don't know consistent. why we're relitigating this. I mean, it's gonna it's a triple threat. It's gonna be a triple threat. Yeah, exactly. It is we're gonna both, be a triple threat. We're both on record as stating how we feel about it. Yeah, which and is luckily, odds. luckily WWE has chosen the right call. With that in your opinion. Said, um, with that being said, <laughs> in your totally biased and unpopular opinion. With that being said, yes, Charlotte had an unannounced match with Oscar. Um, you had texted me saying avoid spoilers, um, which even if I didn't, so I got a tweet from, I don't even know who it was from. And I, I hate that it happened. Cause I think that Twitter has like news now curated based on who you follow. Yeah. So if something big happens, they just send you notifications. So I guess I have to turn off all push notifications apparently. Seriously. Because I used to get spoiled by Ryan Satin and then I stopped doing his push notifications 
and I'm still getting spoiled things. Yeah. So I don't know what's happening there. That's just frustrating. Yeah. Um, after you, yeah, I got a notification about the women's title main eventing actually Monday afternoon. Yeah. 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 So, um, the match was incredible. It was unannounced. The announcers were obviously surprised when they said, you know, this is for the women's championship. Yeah. Um, it would have been nice to have some context as to why it was happening. Although yeah. I think the story that is being told is that Charlotte is just getting things and it's consistent with that at least. Well, she didn't um, just get it in the match. She earned it in the match though. So that flies in the face of the story. Well, that also, I think, was done so it can shut up some of the people who say she doesn't belong in the match because of the fact that now, you know, Becky's saying, what is she bringing to this title match? Well, she's bringing an entirely different women's title to this title match. That's what she's bringing. Right. And she's now the, the she has the most cumulative title reigns of any woman ever. So yeah, I, I think that's part of yeah. the story. I guess. Um, I, I mean, I agree, whether, with you that, I agree with you that they gave her, because... Basically what you're saying, and I know we won't totally agree, but I think they gave her the title to give her some relevance somewhat heading into this match. So that's not exactly how you worded it, but I agree with that uh, yeah, sentiment. I, I don't think relevance is a fair word to use. I think I know the well, word you're trying to use. But relevance in this feud. She's had relevance since like I'm not since saying like she's not August. <laughs> in this story. People okay. But well they they but then they put her against Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series. So ever especially see I feel like they should have put Ronda Rousey against somebody else if they still wanted to do Charlotte versus Ronda one on one at WrestleMania. Oh, I agree. I totally agree with that. Ooh, I said that common Asuka, ground, Eureka. I totally said that Asuka at the time should have been chosen and that she even got the bigger crowd reaction when Becky was playing Duck Duck Goose yeah. to figure out who was gonna do it. Yeah. Um which kind of so, furthers yeah. my point, but yeah. Uh, we, yes, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'll take um, it where I can get it. So Charlotte is now the SmackDown Women's Champion. It was a phenomenal 17-minute match. I'm really happy that they didn't, you know, at least, you know, Asuka lost. It sucks for Asuka. I mean, we can't not Big say that. Big time sucks for Asuka. Unfortunate. I don't agree it with it. Of course it sucks for Asuka. Um, you know, you don't the agree only with good, it. Good. Okay, yeah, I don't agree with it either. I don't. I don't agree with it, no. And, and just because I like Charlotte, I, I agree with her being in the main event of WrestleMania. I don't agree with her for whatever reason needing to bring the SmackDown Women's Championship with her and essentially stunting the entire division there. Yeah. Because, and Mandy, Sonya, Carmella, Naomi, they were all on social media, probably non-kayfabe, tweeting about their disappointment with the hashtag, give SmackDown Women the chance, which is, That's talk right. about full circle. Um, <laughs> and um, A chance is one thing, but a title match at Mania is kind of different. But, um, they, so they, yeah, it, so, it, oh, but, it's but insane through the lens of the four horse women of WWE holding up the titles at the end of mania. Do you like it better or worse or no? Because I, I, I think that they're just going to get rid of all these character, uh, dynamics just for, for that moment. And I don't even know if that moment will make sense in context, unless the horse woman versus horse woman thing will come out of this and they want them united to start that feud. But to have Charlotte Maybe. and Becky all of a sudden be on the same page, you're gonna try Sasha to... and Bailey, I'm fine with. They're you know Sasha Bailey and Becky are faces. Yeah, you but gotta... to me, Charlotte would have no reason to care about being with them. Well, you got to play it down your head. Like Sasha and Bailey come out to congratulate Becky. The three of them are like embracing, and Charlotte's off by herself, just looking Beats at the, the shit group. out of them with a kendo stick. Charlotte's not gonna try to beat the shit out of three people. No, she's looking at the group and she wants to share the moment with them, and she has a title anyway. I mean, they're, honestly, that's what I don't like about it is because, A, it seems like it makes it predictable to me once people start realizing what we're talking about. And, yeah. B, Charlotte, it sounds like they're, they were going to try to make it like a face turn for Charlotte. Right. That's why I don't like it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's too. like a click. So it's essentially the curtain call just planned. Yeah. And no one will get punished for it, basically. Well, of course not. It's planned. So there's that. Um, I do it. like that they gave the, the match time. Asuka fought resiliently. It shows that she... Not that anyone ever doubted this, but she hasn't been given the opportunity to show her wrestling skills really since becoming champion or even being on the main roster. She's had a few gems here or there. Um, they at least gave them the platform to have a legitimate pay-per-view style match. This match was longer than their WrestleMania match, by the way. Yeah, it was a long match. It was great. It was phenomenal. There were callbacks to that match. Um, it was great. Did you know Charlotte was going to win? Well, from Well, I mean, even if I didn't, not that I'm blaming you. But even if I didn't get that tweet that I didn't really read, but then put the pieces together in my head, if you said avoid spoilers and then the match happened, I would have assumed that Charlotte was winning. I thought that after we started talking. That's why I didn't say that much afterwards. Yeah, I was trying. To, when it I, wasn't you. So. When I said I started late, I was trying to walk it back a little bit to be like, oh, maybe I didn't see the outcome yet. But I don't know. And I also thought, even if you didn't say anything like that, I don't think I would have been. I mean, I would have been surprised, but I feel like they wouldn't have Charlotte lose if anything. Becky would come out and cause a disqualification and then i'm wondering like are they gonna put oscar in the match 
make it a fatal forward because Dude. technically Asuka was in the December TLC thing and now you can no. really tie this together. You don't really think that, do you? They're not going to do no, that. No, no, no. I don't think they're going to do it now. I felt like I'm saying if I was running through my head, oh, right, if, okay. I didn't, if I didn't know the outcome okay, and I knew this match was happening, I would think my mind would go to, oh, maybe Becky causes a DQ and then somehow... Asuka gets into this match because Asuka was involved in the TLC, and okay. I don't, I don't know, something like Since that. Since you mentioned that in passing, why the fuck wouldn't Becky cost her this match? Like she literally cut Becky off. Becky was cutting this promo backstage. That was weird. It, yeah, it was weird. It definitely was weird. Um, what the fuck? So we have a situation where Charlotte is now the SmackDown Women's Champion, and I don't know. Tom Phillips was saying, "Will Charlotte defend two times at WrestleMania?" No. Apparently, then what culture said that it's confirmed that Charlotte will not be defending at WrestleMania. I don't know where that was confirmed. But still, so yeah. I was thinking, did do they do like a? Uh, I forgot what WrestleMania this was. Maybe I don't even know if it was a WrestleMania. No, I think it was WrestleMania 17. It was. I don't know. They did Benoit. I think Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho in a two out of three falls for the European and IC title. And one fall was for one title, and another fall was for another title. It was WrestleMania 2000, and I thought of that it was too. 2000, yeah, okay. But I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna do that in the main event of WrestleMania because it's it's. You got to consider it gives it a weird dynamic. You know, having one fall for one. T- I don't know. In that case, they would, the first fall was for the IC title, so the second fall being for the European title was kind of like anticlimactic. But yeah, I, no, I, I don't I think, think it should happen. I'm, I'm yeah. just wondering what they're if, if they'll do anything with it at all, or if they'll just have no. the SmackDown Women's Championship not defended. Which, or given me- the length of the card, uh, I guess that's a not, well. There's no bonus here for that, but um, I don't know. It's one less match in the card. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that would be that would be part of the reason they did it. I think, or part of yeah. the reason they ultimately decided to do this. Um, they could do a stipulation where like if becky pins either one she wins that title like if either champion gets pinned that title gets exchanged maybe yeah or there and you actually said this i'll give you credit back i think royal rumble time about unifying i don't know if you said you wanted becky to be becky could be smackdown oh, yeah, champion versus yeah, ronda yeah. at wrestlemania becky smackdown ronda raw that's what i wanted unification yeah. or an undisputed um i don't think they're doing that no, unless with, no. unless with the fox SmackDown coming and the, the you know the shakeup being Dude. called the shakeup and not a brand split that they're they are merging the brands. I don't think they're going to do that. We keep going back and forth about this. I don't think they're going to do that. There's no reason. Well, I don't, they, I there's don't, no reason they would have to do that. And and so with that being said, why not just have two different rosters on two different networks? Like there's no reason. I don't know. I can't think of a reason why they would have to. And I keep coming back to again how they have so much talent to feature. Were you of the? I mean, I don't really have an opinion that I want that. I'm just brainstorming. But didn't you? Haven't you had the discussion that you wish there was only one title for most things? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I would still do Charlo two loses, separate brands. I would lose. still, I would still do two separate brands, probably. Believe it or not, I would too. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm not advocating for it. I'm just wondering what the point of this is. Yeah. If Charlotte doesn't lose, she's still a champion. Yeah. That, well, that's what's going to happen, probably. Becky's yeah. going to pin Ronda or submit. Um, what did you think of Ronda's promo? I thought it was weird. Like, I liked everything she said, but I don't know why she kept doing the fake out thing. What was the point of that? Yeah, so she definitely improved in terms of her, like, speed and, like, awkwardness. But then it became kind of awkward when she kept doing Like, at first, when she smiled, I thought she forgot that she had to say something else. Yeah. she, like, smirked after the first mic drop. She, like, smiled, which was out of character. And then, like, after the third time, like, oh, this is, like, part of the thing. Um, I liked her delivery. I just thought it was kind of weird the way they did it. Yeah. After the first I time... I she was good. After the first time, I was okay with it. The second time, it was just like, oh, you planned this? Like, why? And the whole, you know, I don't even know what this match is, you know, kind of, it's the first time they've discussed or brought up the whole, you know, online vlog of her saying wrestling's fake and blah, 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 on live TV. She didn't go that deep into it, but it was... Well, she called it a gimmick. Right, I mean, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then my other... Uh, that's all I have about TV this week for that. But then they were on ESPN, and I heard they were going to be on ESPN, and I was like, okay, I really hope that they're not all together, like sitting on a couch, because that would totally... And they basically were, right? And they totally were. I mean, Rhonda's... I watched Rhonda's face, and she definitely looked cocky during it. They weren't really interacting... Uh, I didn't watch the full thing. Okay. I'll be disappointed if Becky didn't take some opportunity to talk shit because she's been like cutting promos on Ronda Rousey everywhere she's been. She was at a basketball game. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, she got interviewed at a basketball game and she like yeah. cut a promo on Ronda Rousey. She was at a autograph signing. She cut a promo. I saw um, one of those. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really hoping that I just saw a minute and 30 seconds. Cause Ronda said that the, the headline on, I don't know, wrestling Inc. or one of the websites said that Ronda Rousey says that WWE is copying, you know, what's happening in the world. Huh. 
which I read as negatively. But then when I watched it, yeah. she meant, well, she worded it poorly. But what she meant is that in sports in general, even before the women's evolution became a thing, that, you know, Serena Williams and other sporting events have been prominently featuring women and that WWE is following suit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, she said that on ESPN? Yeah, but she worded it as WWE is copying. So, of course, the article made it seem like she, like, blasted WWE on the well, interview. Well, dude, I mean, WWE does try to always make it sound like they're paving the way when really they're a decade behind the rest of the world. Oh, I, she was not wrong. It's just, I think when she said it, she was kind of walking her words back. Yeah. Because of the well, way I she mean, phrased it. Because yeah. she was main yeah. eventing in UFC years ago. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. First ever UFC women's champion. Yeah. Totally. First UFC uh, women's Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, I mean, yeah, she knows a thing or two about paving the way. Um, I'm good on this. Becky's promos on oh. Raw were awesome, was the only thing I was going to say. In my opinion, Becky definitely won Ronda's Drop the Mic Challenge. Yes. Although I don't really like the whole Ronnie, you weirdo thing. I think it's weird. But yes, she's always great. I never have a bad thing to say about her. I don't think she, I, I like her. Huh? You know, I don't. He's fighting the urge. I'm not anti-Becky. I, I think she deserves to be here. She's done stellar work. And deserves the spotlight. Yeah. But I think so does Charlotte. And Ronda Rousey, if anything, I think she's... If I was a WWE (laughs) fan, I would have more of an issue... I would have more of an issue with Ronda Rousey in the spot than I would Charlotte in the spot. Because at least Charlotte and Becky have both come up together and worked their asses off on pay-per-view main events. No, no. It's not about the spot. It's about Ronda and Becky's feud. It's not about any one individual and what any one individual deserves beyond the fact that right now... Everyone was chomping at the bit to see Ronda versus Becky one-on-one. Like, together, those two. It's not about any one yeah. individual and what they've earned. Just That's what makes it a bigger match, in my opinion. Okay. I think Jimmy's ready to move on. Um, looking at your... Kurt Angle? Looking, yes, Kurt Angle. Uh, I, I really don't... I mean... Uh, I don't know... You have a lot to say? No, not really. I, I'm starting to think that this really will be Corbin. Although, <laughs> yeah, dude. My, well, on Raw this week, he faced Samoa Joe. Um, I'll let you take away the beautiful parallels that were made because well, I found it out after the fact and you had known about it already. Yeah, I was just, I was already like marking out when Joe was talking about their history together. And then, like, even more so when commentary started referencing it. And then they get face to face, and Joe headbutts Angle, which is a callback to when Angle first went to TNA. Joe was his first feud, and the first thing he did in TNA was he got face to face with Joe and headbutted Joe. So it was really poetic. It was it was really sick that they were allowed to go that far with it. You know, considering. Yeah, I agree. Um, the match that followed was not as cool, unfortunately. No, it was one of his better matches that he's had in this farewell tour, though. I guess. I mean, um, Kurt Angle really never should have been wrestling like every week on Monday Night Raw at this point in his career. No, and I don't know why he is. I don't know if he wants to. Um, he botched a suplex. Well, yeah, they were just, their timing was a little off. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he had a not good match with Samoa Joe, which already, you know. It was serviceable for me. Yeah, but for those two, it, it was unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, my expectations be, were low, I guess. Right. Really, in my opinion, they botched this whole last run of his because they had this... I really think they they had like somewhat of a not an axe to grind, but like I guess resentment for him leaving and and taking so long for him to come back because they really the way they've treated him has been unfortunate pretty much the entire time in my opinion even as general manager the way you know just I, I don't know you know his his return got botched anyway but then they forced him into the Survivor Series match and Triple H turned on him weirdly and it led to nothing to the idea of him like I said wrestling every week on Raw. When, you know, he was doing it these past couple months, and now it seems like he's just doing it because they wanted to actually give him his choice in some of his last couple matches, since they obviously didn't give him any choice in his last, last match at WrestleMania. And that's another thing that pisses me off, as I've told you off air. Not only did they make him fight Corbin and say it was his choice, but to actually make him thank them for giving him the option in this specific situation is on its face preposterous. Massive egos at play. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, it's ridiculous, but but also, I mean, it's a written story. Don't forget. I know, but you don't have to make him go out of his way and thank the McMahon family for the choice when it's not clearly not his choice. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, you're assuming that he was told to say that, though. I can't see him deciding to go out of his way to say that in this situation, unless he meant it sarcastically and that just went over my head. (laughs) <laughs> yeah true um that's possible 
And then on SmackDown this week, they did Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles. I had a feeling this would end in a DQ. I just didn't think it would end after a minute. But I thought it was brilliant trolling by both WWE and Randy Orton. Because uh, I like how Randy Orton and AJ Styles' feud has been subtle. But it doesn't need to be overdone. It's very clear what it's about. Um, yeah. And I and thought you, it was perfect. I and the beginning it. stages of that match was good. Like the first minute and a half, Angle was keeping up. You mean the only the entirety of the match? Yeah, but I still, obviously it didn't happen and it wouldn't have continued at that pace. But yeah. for what we saw, it, it was pretty fast paced. The audience well, even like clapped when the first exchange was over. I mean, they both hit, yeah, they both hit like, it was weird that they both hit submission finishers so soon into it until you saw that Orton was just interfering and ruining it. And it makes sense yeah. that Orton would want to like, you know, step on AJ's toes like that. Do you think there's any chance, because they really played it up as Angle's last SmackDown match. Is there any chance that, they redo the match next week and like ban Orton from ringside or something. No, if anything, I can see it being Angle versus Orton. Oh, that would. But that but would no, totally, I, I don't. Then Styles should just all. run in and interfere. Yeah, well, I think that's probably what would happen. Well, good to give Orton the the honor that Styles was supposed to have, but Orton interfered. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, we have not seen Vince shy away from doing the same thing with different stories with this WrestleMania build, such as having five gauntlet matches in like three months. Oh my god, yeah. So They put us through the gauntlet on that one. <laughs> um, is that a good segue? Yeah, definitely. Okay. This is the way SmackDown opened up with New Day. Um, so they did include the video that I saw last week that I said I don't think will be part of the story. It wound up being a part of the story that New Day was thinking of leaving. They're sick of being mistreated and well, specifically Xavier and Big E are sick of Kofi being mistreated. Yeah. And they were teasing. Well, or so they say they were teasing leaving, right? Right. They ask Vince to come out. Vince comes out. Um, I kind of like how Vince is like, you're not thinking of leaving. This is all, <laughs> this is all yeah. a ploy. I don't know. Um, just totally cut their legs out. But yeah, I guess I could see what you mean. I don't know. I, I felt like the last two years Vince has been saying exactly what he wants to say. And it's not always like good. That feels like an understatement. For the superstars and like building them up. But I, I just like how he seems authentic because he's a maniacal dick. And that's exactly what his character has been. I guess. I mean, you could... You Doesn't know, mean you have to like it. You shouldn't like it. I mean, it's designed not to like, actually. Well, he could have just, since he ultimately was going to put them in a gauntlet match to earn Kofi the chance, as we know. Why couldn't he have just said, personally, I think you're bluffing. But it doesn't matter because I'm going to give you a chance. Because, you know, he literally like was like, you're bluffing. I don't believe you. But I'm going to give you something anyway. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I do. It was like he definitively said it instead of like speculating. Uh, so then it winds up being that the New Day have to fight for Kofi. Vince said Kofi's definitely not getting another opportunity, but now the New Day have to run through a gauntlet. Oh my God, yeah. And I, well, before I say that part, let me go through the entire thing. Um, Vince is so weird because he was like, Kofi, you're done, pal. You're you're out of here. Forget it. You have no more chances. Biggie and Xavier, you can have a chance for Kofi. And it's like, oh, so, well, well, Kofi does have a chance then, but I mean. I'm giving, him cre- I give him, I'm giving him credit, and I've done that a lot this WrestleMania season, and most of the time I shouldn't have, and I admit that. Um, although Triple H and Batista, I, I, I said I'll wait and see, and I'm not totally down on that feud. Ugh, we'll get to that in a bit. That makes one of us. But um, So I guess I do have to say this part before saying what else really happened. Uh, but I think that I, I'm still pretty confident that this is leading to, maybe not at WrestleMania, but the New Day uh, I just like Vince is continually putting the New Day in a position to yeah, spit it out, break them up in some way. I was wondering, I was going to ask you if you thought that coming out of this, because we're talking about like because they wound up being the ones to earn Kofi the spot. Right. And, and it would have fallen on their shoulders. And then there was the other promo, the first promo with New Day and Vince. That was great. Yeah. That no, totally. Vince was saying that, um, you know, Biggie and Xavier are, are the two young people and Biggie's the muscle. And why are you even sticking with Kofi and advance your careers on your own. I don't know. I feel like it's been a consistent storyline. I think that it obviously makes sense, even if there's no turn, that New Day would be behind Kofi. That I'm not saying that this is so weird that they're so behind. I mean, they've been a faction for five years. They've always been close. Right. Power of positivity. I get it, you know. But it's <laughs> yeah. very heavy-handed to me. Not in a bad way. I think this is all done really well. I'm not saying that it's like, uh, I don't know, cringeworthy how much they're supporting Kofi and going through this for him. But I just think that it would be perfect. Um, not that I need them to break up, right? I, I think that they're a great faction, and I think that in life there are people who are friends and remain friends, and that not every faction has to have a breakup angle. I don't well, think no. this is vital. It's, but with the amount of emotion that has been in this, if it happens, and if it's done and executed properly, it will be a monumental moment. 
I think. And they cost him the title, or they do this after he wins the title? I don't title? know. I, I don't think I have a clear-cut way. I think that you could either have him cost it, have him... I mean, in my eyes, I would have Big E turn. Um, Big E, I mean, he was a heel for a bit, but I watched him when he was uh, putting a strap He's down good. towards the tail end of, uh, of the match, and his facial expressions were mean, and I was like, God, he could be like a monster heel. Yeah, three and um, enough man, I need five. Yeah. And um, awesome. so I could see Big E just single-handedly decimating Xavier and Kofi. Um, or I could see Xavier and Big E turning on Kofi and Xavier kind of becomes Big E's manager in a way. And yeah. Kofi's left on his own because Kofi is already an established singles guy. And especially after this whole angle, he's going to be set up for the remainder of his career. Um, Cause yeah. he's always been over and respected and all the things they're saying are true. And that's why they're using it to the benefit of the story. But um, I don't know. I could just imagine, or maybe like if Kofi loses Big E turns cause they've gone through all this stuff and he can't even get the job done. Yeah, maybe. Speaking, you know, th- maybe. I don't know. I again, I don't think it needs to happen, but I think that it could be no, really, really, really great if it does, if it's done the right way. That would be unfortunate if Kofi just loses clean, and I mean that would make the most sense given the story because it is, it does particularly stand out that that his partners had to earn the chance for him. It also occurs to me, it keeps occurring to me during this whole thing. A lot of these big stories are set up for like one main babyface to win, and they can't. I feel like they can't all win, right? Who you can know? all win? Kofi Kingston, Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch. We know Triple H is going to win. It's a safe bet that Roman's going to win. The Miz and Shane are set up for Miz to win. I don't think he's going to, but there's that. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. Angle. Are you saying you don't it, want seems, that? it seems like Angle's going to win. Um, well, no, I'm just saying you, they, that, they're not going to all win, is what I'm saying. Like, statistically speaking, at Mania, they're not all going to win. No, and they like to also throw curveballs, like last year when Brock Lesnar beat Roman Reigns. Yeah, and when AJ Styles beat Shinsuke and Charlotte beat Asuka. <laughs> Both to a lesser degree, obviously. Yes, yeah. All, uh, that, oh, God, I think I tried to block that out. Um, so you could also have Kofi win. You have the great moment at WrestleMania. It's a WrestleMania moment. That's what Vince is all about. Yeah, that's what WrestleMania is all about in theory. Uh, even though New Day turning would also be a WrestleMania moment either way. Um, but I would probably, if I was booking it, and a turn was happening, because I'm not saying I would book a turn, like it needs to happen. Right. But if I was... Uh, it would, I would make have, the most sense if Kofi loses, right? N- uh, I think it could work that way, but I also think you could have Kofi win. And then Kofi wins the rematch, and after the rematch, in order to get into the next feud, Big E attacks them, and then Big E is the next number one contender for the title. Oh, okay, so you don't... And that sets up, like, the whole summer of Kofi and Big E feuding, or the New Day feuding, or whatever it is you want to say. Okay. Culminating at SummerSlam, maybe, in a Big E versus Kofi Kingston match. So it isn't a Mania, it isn't a mania turn anymore? Uh, no, uh, no, it's but the it, rematch would, it, would, would it would be later. It would be a part of... No, but it would be consistently part of the story that's been told leading up to Mania and afterwards. Well, yeah, but it would, so it wouldn't happen to Mania the turn, is what I'm saying. What I just said, no, it would not. But I think there's a way that you could book it where it does happen, where he just loses in that, or Biggie costs them it. You know, I don't, I'm not, you know, there's lots of things they could do if they want to do it. Yeah, that's, when is that not true? Um, oh, the graphic online beforehand... That was. Do you think that was had anything to do with how weird this went off? At least, like how weird I think it went off. What do you mean, how weird it came off? Like, do you think it had any? I guess. Do you think it played into their decision to definitively tell us it was going to be Kofi Tuesday night? No, as opposed I to waiting gonna, another week. No, I think I would be surprised if they waited the week before WrestleMania to make that announcement. Okay, or um, to book yeah. it in whatever way possible. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised they waited this far though. So it's like all bets are off. Yeah, one glaring issue with the story is like, what did Vince plan for his WWE Championship match to be if Kofi wasn't his choice, like in storyline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking that's, about that, this off air a little bit last week. In fact, yeah. it's in storyline. Not only that, but to go a step further, it literally seemed like he was pushing for there to be no WWE title match at Mania this year, which is just in and of itself bizarre. Obviously, right? Yeah, uh, extremely. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, it's not only that, what was it going to be? Like, he seemed to be pushing for none at this point. Like, last week, <laughs> after he screwed Kofi and there's no other challenger on the horizon. is weird. Yeah. Um, and the other thing was, uh, is there going to be a reason that Vince stopped caring? Or is the best we're going to get that it was a week out from Mania and they didn't want to wait till week of? <laughs> um, are you talking about the whole limo thing? Yeah, like, in storyline, like, yeah, the limo thing. Like, why now is Vince like, oh, they won? Okay, well... Shit, all right. Like, I guess I'm just going to let it stick this time, as opposed to being like, 
nah, let's send Sanity out there. Three on two tag match. That's one thing. When I heard about the gauntlet match, I was like, well, at least we're going to see Sanity tonight. And they were there. They just, yeah. yeah. Of all the times to have them on the show, (laughs) they have them in another segment, even the clones. Yeah. And instead, Gallows and Anderson have to get squashed. Yeah. When you could have easily replaced them. Not that I wanted Sanity to be squashed, but I mean... I guess the Gallows Anderson rumors are true because it seems like a total oh, like surely. fuck you for not resigning kind yeah. of thing. Um, uh, well, I just, loved- yeah, or the, I was just thinking that they don't want to take care of him because they're not resigning. But in any case, they're probably not going to resign. Yeah, I mean, I guess the two are the same kind of. But yeah, um, also the Usos I loved. Yeah, that whole thing was brilliant storytelling, and I give them a lot of credit for it. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of half expected that or something kind of like it. Um. I mean, yeah, but I don't always expect... Yeah, but that's giving creative and Vince credit that he does the things that should logically happen. Right. And he doesn't. It's not always safe to expect the things that should be safe to expect. Exactly. (laughs) So, and the way it was done was well, and I like that part of it. Yeah, definitely. Same here. And And it was a a feel-good moment when it happened, I have to say. The whole last sequence was great. Um, I don't know why Rowan seems to need to get protected all of a sudden. It's very weird, but... Well, no, um, it's not. You're talking about the count-out? Burying him with the count-out? Yeah. That's because, well, I guess they didn't want, yeah, I don't know why one of them couldn't have pinned, because then it's like, why did Daniel Bryan let Rowan get pinned? They wanted it to be like, they didn't, I can tell you first off, they didn't want Biggie or Kofi to pin Daniel Bryan. That's one thing, a week out from Mania, you know, a week and a half, whatever. But then why not just pin Rowan, that was my point. Yeah, um, I guess they didn't want Daniel Bryan to look weak for not affecting the kickout. I mean, if they get DDT'd on the arena floor, it's the same as him not being able to break up a pinfall. I guess, yeah. So... You know, the whole ending sequence was great. I think Brian was protected. I did think that because Kofi and, you know, the New Day have the whole Freebird rule and they interchange that they would get around Kofi not getting the opportunity by Kofi replacing Big E because I thought they were doing an injury angle with Big E after the table spot. Oh, that's fucking good. I don't know why they wouldn't have. That makes way well, more I guess sense. I mean, well, I guess, I guess you could argue saying, that Vince, yeah. and Vince could have said, well, I told you you can't get it, so it doesn't count. Which people would have hated yeah. if that happened. They could have at least tried to do that. That would have been a smart yeah. way for the faces to try to circumvent the rules. Yeah. But um, so the match is official. Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. <laughs> and um, it's about damn I'm, time. I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if Kofi does lose, though, by the way. Be- well, I mean, because of everything we're saying or something um, else? I don't know. I think Brian has been phenomenal, and I've come a long way on Brian. I've never been as big as oh, wow. I think that. Um, yeah, you have come a long way. I think his heel work has been incredible, and I think that he could be a really long time heel champion. That um, I don't know. I can imagine like a ricochet being built up for like a SummerSlam match against Daniel Bryan. Oh God, down the line. Fuck yeah. But I, that's not to say I don't want Kofi to win. I think that it would be a great story, and right. I like how organic this has been. And that, of course, if I'm picking, it would be a good. I would enjoy to see Kofi to win. I just yeah. don't know if Vince is like this. Maybe you know this is your thing, Kofi. You've you know behind the scenes, you've really put in all this work. That's why the story is like this, and you got your WrestleMania moment and a title match. But that's all you're getting. Yeah, or maybe he, even, he could you be know, thinking could, that way. You could use it to build to next year and have him actually win the Rumble, like I've been saying all this time. Um, sure, sure. And, and also, there is the idea that I don't know. It might actually undercut his moment to have him win the title and have it be that eco-friendly Daniel Bryan version of it. You know. Well, they do have a New Day tag team title that was never actually released. Well, it was made a thing on WBShop.com with a bunch of unicorns and it's blue, but they've never actually introduced it when they were tag team champions. So maybe they do that with the WWE title. Well, maybe, but they wouldn't have it the night of WrestleMania. I'm talking about like as he's celebrating just after the match. Oh, yeah. I, during I the actual moment were he to win. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I think about that too much. I mean, I see your point, but... Vince could use it anyway as an argument against it. Probably. If they were going to do the next year thing. Um, and I also uh, felt bad about Kevin Owens leading the charge of faces that stormed the ring to congratulate the New Day slash Kofi Kingston because, you know, my heart broke for him because he was supposed to be in this spot. He's like basically in storyline congratulating the guy who took his spot, his big spot. Yeah, I mean, I still think they went with, with the right choice, Kofi over Kevin Owens, to be I'm honest. I'm not saying they didn't. I mean, I would love him to be featured more prominently than he's going to have to at this point, Kevin Owens, yeah. but, yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. I thought that too. Very reminiscent of when Sami Zayn won the NXT title too. Yeah, were you were you was part of you thinking at all? I mean, obviously they weren't going to make it about Kevin Owens, but no, because there were so many people there who would have like beat him down if he ever did anything that I, I didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Uh, so um, move on to Triple H. Triple H. Yes. 
Yes, yes, yes. Do you have a lot to say about this? Because, I mean, I really don't. Um, I don't have a lot to say. I will say, not that our opinion should be dictated by what wrestling journalists say, like Uproxx and what culture, but Triple H has been getting praised in multiple uh, publications about his promo work and his feud. Um, I don't think I would say I'm praising him for anything. I know I'm not. I do think that he has carried the feud. I mean, he had no choice to because Batista is not there. Yeah. Um, I liked how he integrated some of his like DX humor and then kind of shifted into being serious. Um, it was an interesting wrinkle, but I also thought it was, it was overcomplicating things. We've seen this with the Brock Lesnar WrestleMania 29 match. The last time I was at MetLife Stadium that his career was on the line. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would have been better if Batista said this on like a video screen as yeah, opposed to Triple H reading it from a letter. Why wouldn't – I mean, Batista in hindsight kind of alluded to it by saying I want to end your career on your terms. But why wouldn't – yeah, exactly. That, I found it very weird that not only did Batista not say it and Triple H did say it. Like it would be weird of the character Batista to give Triple H the opportunity to reveal all that and actually accept the challenge Yeah, that he basically just gave himself – not to mention he did it while, like, riffing with an envelope and a stack of papers. Like, I really, I felt like Vince was like, here, go go make jokes about this for a few minutes and put your career on the line in the match against Batista. Yeah, that's a good point. It just, it was, like, more of the same of what I've seen from Triple H in the past, and it didn't, the feud doesn't justify moments like this that he gets to be, like, a triumphant, badass face for me. Um, yes, I agree with that. I guess I'm speaking more about like the actual, what he's been saying and crowd reaction wise and whatnot. Um, yeah, he's just being like face triple H, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So this will be no holds barred. We also found out that Miz and Shane McMahon will be false count anywhere. So we have a few stipulations on the card, which will spice things up. Yeah. Uh, did the triple H putting his career on the line? Did you think like I did it all that? Did you make the Kurt Angle connection? Like, oh, this is why Kurt didn't put his career on the line. He just announced it would be his last match. Or not really? Not really. Because between that and the fact that Triple H... I mean, I, I feel like I know Triple H is going to win this match anyway. That's why I was like, oh, we should have seen this coming. Because it, it did strike me as a little weird that Kurt didn't put his career on the line as opposed to just announcing in advance. Even commentary this past Monday night, I don't know if you noticed, but during the Kurt Angle match, they were like, oh, Will Kurt... You know, they, they kind of alluded to, like, Baron Corbin's going to be trying to end his career at WrestleMania. And it was like, no, he's not. He's... His career is definitely ending at WrestleMania, win, lose, or draw. Oh, yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. It's a definitive statement. Should we do some of, the, some of the quick stuff? Yeah. Not because I don't really have a lot to say about all of these things. Yeah. No, I, which I, I don't guess either. Why it's quick, yeah. Which I guess why it's quick. Yeah. Um, it's by design. We know that Finn Balor is going to be facing Bobby Lashley very disappointingly for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I'm semi-okay with is the fact that I think Finn Balor and Bobby Lashley have had only one actual singles match. Hmm, feels like more. Because at, when he won the title, it was a handicap match. And then there were other handicap matches. And then uh, Bobby Lashley beat Finn Balor in the singles match because of Leo Rush. So um, yeah. I am confident that the demon will be there. I don't know if they're going to do a thing with Baron Corbin at SummerSlam where he just appears. Which, I mean, I'd be cool with. And it'd be cool, like to be on the edge of my seat, like, oh, is it going to be Demon? Is it not going to be? And then it is Demon, and I'll be there and all that. Why? Well, I, um, I would think either they're going to be in a tag match. But it used match. to be storyline-wise. Like, there used to be a storyline reason why the Demon's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and it it was kind of storyline at SummerSlam versus Baron Corbin, right? Because he had kind of been wrestling Baron Corbin and trading wins and losses with him. So it was like kind of like that was why he was the Demon, right? And he squashed him at SummerSlam. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I still, I still found it kind of random. Well, yeah, it was random. I'm just saying it's there if you want to look at it. Like, they're always going to do something where... Because with Bobby Lashley, Finn's never really... At least I can't remember him pinning Bobby Lashley. And I was going to say, next week on Raw, I could even see them doing something where Lashley either pins Balor in, like, a tag match or something and or does, like, a beatdown, like, a pretty staunch beatdown of Balor. And that... I mean, that would probably justify the Demon at WrestleMania more than he already is, right? Yeah, it's a good point. Because what else could they do for that? I mean, literally nothing at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first question when you said, I guess, you know, they've never really fought one-on-one. Do you want to see them fight? Like, I, I don't understand. Nothing appeals to anyone about this match other than... No! Other than wanting to get Finn and wanting to get Lashley both on the card. That's the of only... I, yeah. Of course I don't want this match. Yeah, that's that's but the real I, reason uh, yeah. I wrote down as one of the other quick things to wishful book better matches. Because I started thinking, like... You know, going down the rabbit hole of, like, oh, if Kurt wrestled this guy, then doing reshuffling accordingly from there. Yeah. Um, Finn Balor, Ricochet would have been great. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Yeah. So so good, yeah. Or even Finn um, Balor or Alistair would be awesome. Either of them, yeah. Do you think, because um, uh, Alistair and Ricochet beat uh, the Revival for like the 55th time, um, they haven't announced the match yet. Um, I really, I, I got to be honest, and again, it sucks that I'm put in this position, but I don't need them on the card. Yeah. It's, n- it's nothing against them. I just don't, because they're going to be on TakeOver the night before, and I guess the War Raiders are just going to beat them. Ugh, yeah. And then they're going to win the Raw Tag Team Championships, and I know that you would probably have an issue with that, because you always talk about Of course. The, Who wouldn't the, have yeah. an issue with that? Well, um... They couldn't hang on the on the NXT tag division. Now they can beat the main flagship brands tag champions. Yeah, Get the fuck out I, of here. Yeah, it's just it's well, it's avoidable. It's very avoidable. Yeah, it's avoidable in general. You, you, um, you start by not putting yourself in this current situation to begin with. <laughs> I and I still am not ruling out. It'll be very reminiscent of Joe turning on Balor when he turned heel during the first Dusty Classic. But I still wouldn't be surprised if Vince McMahon looks at Aleister Black and he sees tattoos and he thinks. Oh, he's not that good looking and big, and he should be a heel. And he like Ugh. attacks Ricochet at Takeover, and then like that feud transfers over to the main roster, and it's Alistair Black versus Ricochet. Not at Mania. Not not at Mania. No, just like as the feud after Mania, and they're not I mean, on Mania for yeah. that reason. Yeah, I would. I would be fine with that. Just because at this point, you're right because they're not only not going to be. Not only do we not want to see them win the tag titles at WrestleMania, they would be on the pre-show. Like I don't. I don't want to see them on the pre-show. Win, lose, or draw. Well, I don't know about that. There's. Uh, 13 What's matches be on the right pre-show? now. The Cruiserweight Championship, the Andre Battle Royal, and the Women's Battle Royal. They usually the Andre Battle matches. Royal isn't going to be on the pre-show because you got those Braun and these SNL clowns in it. That'll be on the main show. Um, uh, it, it's, it's the part of the kickoff show that's broadcast on USA Network. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out. I don't know. I think it'll be on the main show, but we'll see. Because um, they could very easily follow it up with like another segment at WrestleMania with Alexa Bliss yeah. being the host. I don't know if I said last year, but last year, Braun, that whole weird shit with the tag titles, to me was like, all right, well, well, this sucks, but at least they did whatever they had to to not have him be in the Andre Battle Royal. Or even like, you know, because he was in it a couple years ago, and it still, it was he was out of place in it, and he lost, and I think it was on the pre-show that year, which was like, dude, what? Yeah, yeah, when Gronk was in it. Yeah. WrestleMania 33, I think. Yeah, that, that just, yeah. they really... Yeah, no, I agree. It's an understatement to say they don't take care of his momentum this time of year. Like, they really stop it dead in his tracks. It sucks. I, I'm with you. It's they not could good. Have, they could have done him versus Roman, honestly. Like, that, I could I could have gotten behind that match. Just have them challenge each other two faces, both need an opponent kind of thing. Yeah, I... I, I I'd, it's, I'd it's, also, better, it's better than what we're getting, but I mean... For him, yeah. I don't think that's also a necessary match in general. No, it's not but a necessary match, but like I want something better for Braun. I mean, I don't. I don't. Um, that one guy's a pretty good. Is a pretty good heel though. Who? Oh, I don't. I, mean, I don't know. There. I don't. The, well, this is uh, one of the two non wrestlers from Saturday Night Live. Well, the white one. I didn't want to say that, but I don't. Uh, Jost is that Jost? Jost? Yeah, Colin Jost. Colin Jost. There yeah. we go. We could just put that I, part in. He, he was good. Here's the thing. I like SNL, and I like these guys on SNL, and. Maybe I'm biased by also being a wrestling fan, and Chase should be too if he's really a wrestling fan. I do not want to see them anywhere near any wrestling match, even the Andre Battle Royal, especially with Braun Strowman in it. Like, I don't think it justifies, like, it doesn't nearly, it makes it worse for me that he's in the Andre Battle Royal, let alone salvaging it at all just because he's got the celebrity appeal aspect. Like, it, yeah. ma- it still makes it worse for me. Yes, I'm, no argument there. Okay. Um, we alluded to Miz and Shane being false can anywhere. Um, we also alluded to the weirdness of having the random heels who were doing nothing on SmackDown be there. And Miz is all of a sudden this heroic baby face beating them all off. It was too much for me. Uh, I think Miz yeah. has been okay as a baby face and the crowd likes him and that's great. So when the crowd likes it, it, it works psychologically. Um, and Shane's been good in his role and the story has been a lot better than I think it has any right to be, but to have, I mean, I thought eventually Sanity would, would be the group who beat down Miz, and he still would look heroic because he already beat up, you know, the Guardians of the Galaxy and all of those other people. Yeah, um, sort of, yeah. <laughs> and it just, it's too much. It's too jarring of a different character change for Miz. And, yeah, way too um, much. This is not the kind it, it of face annoying. he should be, triumphant, no. battling from underneath. And he still didn't even get his hands on Shane, so it was all for nothing. And honestly, to me, he looked like he got gassed, like halfway through, because by the end of it, he seemed to be moving real slow with those guys from Sanity, to me. Like, they were slowing yeah. down to keep to, so that he could keep up with them. Yeah, I think I noticed that, too. Um, the Universal Championship, what? 
Oh, are we done with that already? Because I was going to ask why you think this is last man standing. Is it? Is it so that? I mean, it's, well, it's, it's not it's, last it's man for, standing. It's false count anywhere. False count anywhere. Thank you. There's another match they've been overdoing lately. Like, I, you know, I just got it on the brain. Um, the false because well, who wants to see a singles match with Miz and Shane? That's why it's false count anywhere. Well, it's for That's one of two answer. reasons. Either Shane is going to jump off something high, or do you think there's a chance Miz jumps off something high since he's the face? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I maybe I don't know. I don't think that it'll be the face heel will, will Shane Shane doing that. It should, but I don't think it will psychologically. I think he's used to it. I'm pretty sure when he was a heel back in the '90s, he did the stunts too, though. He was, and in the '90s, it made sense because he wasn't a wrestler. So it's like he's got to do something to compensate. Now he's at least got like that somewhat semi-veteran status. He should, and Triple, uh, excuse me, Kurt Angle should have done this too. Triple H should honestly be doing this too, in my opinion. They should be changing up their style to a more methodical, more, you know, they all, WWE wrestlers, even as they get older, they feel like they should still get all their shit in. Like Triple H is methodical already. But he should be more so, so that he doesn't, I'm saying he shouldn't be, he shouldn't feel compelled to do all of his big Triple H spots, you know, like the the, the, the different... But he's a babyface in the Batista feud. What do you mean? Well, I'm just talking about in general. I've thought this ever since his match with Seth Rollins, the build for his match with Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 33. He oh, just yeah, had this, okay. like, he has this, like, grisly veteran appeal to me that would make more sense if he was more... If he just found, you know, was, like, a little less physical and more, like, you know, just, I, I don't know. I'm not saying he's not the cerebral. He's the cerebral assassin. So there's no nobody's questioning his cerebellum. Okay, <laughs> Doctor Moorcraft. <laughs> cerebellum or his, cere- his cerebral cortex or whatever. I don't know. There I'm we not- go. That's better. Yeah, his balance is good. Yeah. Posture and balance is good. Yeah, cerebellum's intact. I'm not questioning his brain or like intelligence to put it into okay. words I can understand. <laughs> okay. Um, Universal Championship, it's a shame that this is under quick hits, but it is because they're not doing much with it. Um, that's not to say I think they're doing bad with it. They're just not doing as much as I think they could be. Yeah. Um, I still think next week that Seth, even if he's going to win, should get the upper hand and Brock has to like retreat. Um, yeah. And maybe that would salvage this a little bit. The whole, I'm doing this in the WWE Universe and, uh, you know, I, it, it, he's a baby face and it works and he's a good promo and I love him, obviously, but I don't know. It didn't do much for me. Yeah, it was clever. One way or another. It was clever, but it, it felt like the crowd wasn't as on board as Seth intended through yeah. that whole thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what else do we have here? Also, oh, yeah. Roman and Drew. Yeah, how did you feel about this? I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, you know, predictable. Like, I, I Roman should really put Drew over at WrestleMania. I think that'd be the best thing for him. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Um, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, believe it or not. It's wishful booking. Especially if Drew is like the next heel going for uh, going for Rollins and stuff. Um, so I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. But I also wouldn't count on it. I definitely wouldn't count on it. Yeah. I think um, Roman, Roman winning is a bigger lock than Seth winning, in my opinion. Uh, huh. Um, yeah, I... I guess that's safe to say. Ish. And they literally used this feud last week to like fuel Roman's feud. Yeah. Um, I, I do think that they've had good intensity in it. I think they've had good, uh, you know, Drew's been great and, and, and I'm more into it than I probably should be. Um, it's a shame that Drew McIntyre was cooled off for a few months before he's now back in the same role he was in before this. Yeah. But, um, it's a big shame. It's it's he was second fiddle to Baron Corbin for all that time. You know. Yes, he sure was. Just definitely unfortunate. Um, but I think it'll be a good. I think it'll be a good match, regardless. Yeah. I I actually would open the show with this match. I would too, probably. That's not you a know, bad yeah, idea. Yeah, Roman's music will open the show. Not that I I'd, I'd be excited for that, but I think that it, that'd be a good uh, a good opener. Yeah, or Drew's music. It was they were they um, their face to face on Raw was pretty sick. Who, uh, Drew and Roman? Drew and Roman, yeah. Yeah, no, it definitely was. I hope they don't make Drew uh, change his facial hair like they did to Rusev a couple of years ago. Oh, my God. Don't even say that. Remember that? I. That's why it, I said don't say that. They, yeah, they have. They do have this like kind of similar and passing look, but whatever. Um, is there anything else? We did Miz and Shane. Um, oh, women's tag team titles. It's confirmed that it's a fatal four-way. Yeah. 
Um, I'm sure you, you I'm, like this stuff with Beth Phoenix on Monday. I mean, I'm I'm not. I, I don't want to get into the debate of whether or not she deserves to be in the match. No, but I'm not. I think she's that in the match. she. I think that she looked good. Yeah, she did look good. She did look good. I, I, didn't mean to... was, I think she looked a lot more. Um, I don't know, comfortable than I guess I. I, I didn't. Ex- I guess I didn't expect her to be as physical as she was so that soon. Um, the glam slam I popped in my head for that. That was one of my favorite women's finishing moves back in the day. Yeah. Um, I've always loved her music. She looks good. Um, the iconics. I love the iconics. I think that they're there to take the fall probably, but, um, I think that this is, this is built well. You definitely don't think it'll be an elimination match. Um, probably not. I mean, it could be, I I, I get no indication that it, it will be. But, yeah. um, no, I, I think the Iconics will, uh, I'm, I'm happy that, that they'll, they'll get their WrestleMania moment. Assuming this is on the main card, because that isn't a lock for me. That would be... But I, I'm, I, I'm like 80% sure it will, but I just, I'm, it's, it I'm should. not 100%. It should. Absolutely. If it Absolutely. does, if it's on the kickoff, that's just furthered my, I think my argument that maybe they shouldn't have done them now, because that would be very, you know, that would be, that would be unfortunate for those titles. Very. Absolutely. Yeah. Um... But I'm very happy for the iconics too. Yeah, you said that. I'm happy for them too. They, they, you know, I it, it just it's a little, it's just a weird. It's they're clearly, you know, the way they've gone about putting this match together has been weird for me, including when the iconics pinned the champions last week. That that came out of left field, kind of. Really, I felt like I, I expected it. I mean, I guess I expected it, thinking that they would get in this match. But I kind of part of me thought it was just to give, um, Boston Hug Connection a win, just because the you know. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't think no because Iconics have been talking about them coming to SmackDown for a few weeks, and I always assumed that they would somehow get in the match. Personally, yeah. Okay. Personally, yeah. Did you want to talk about matches that could have been at all? I didn't really think about it. Um, well, I was just thinking like AJ versus Kurt Angle, just with with these matches that they announced for Kurt Angle on the build up like like personally I didn't need to see AJ versus Randy Orton necessarily right now you know the the odds are they'll both be here for years to come I could have seen like uh Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania and then like cuz you know AJ I'm mean, not that I necessarily want AJ used for that at WrestleMania but he could definitely he helped Shane have a good match at WrestleMania a couple years ago he could definitely do the same for Kurt Angle and you know I was thinking like Samoa Joe versus Randy Orton would have been sick instead maybe Joe is a face or Randy is a face either way yeah, I mean, obviously, I wanted Ray and Andrade or Ray Andrade and Joe all in the same match. Yeah, Ray, Ray and Andrade. No, just Ray and Andrade one on one would have been great. Or again, Ray Mysterio and Ricochet could have been really great. But I, I mean, you know, I want Andrade on the card too. They just, yes, and if, he's just been absent too, which is a shame. Yeah, he is. Oh, and he's not no longer the latest uh, single name club. You saw that, right? Oh my God, I did, dude. What Weird. is going on with this guy? Did he not understand? I mean, to me, I haven't heard anybody else say this, but to me, Mustafa Ali is not a very, a very like not a very veiled. It's a very thinly veiled attempt at at or a very thinly veiled deri- derivative of Muhammad Ali, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what I assumed. I have to assume Ali is like nothing by itself to this guy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know for sure, but it's just, what is it with Vince? Will somebody just tell Vince that, like, you're the only, just, you want to call the guy Ali? Call the guy Ali. Be my guest. I'm sure he'll know you're referring to him. As far as the rest of the world is concerned, none of us are having a hard time keeping track of anybody's names. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I mean, apparently he doesn't believe that, though, clearly. Well, or nobody's telling him. I mean, one of those possibilities, I guess. Um, Is there anything else to really talk about? Uh, not this week, no. Not, I mean, not for me. Okay, awesome. That's yeah. yeah, that's great. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. You can follow me on Twitter at me up to eleven. My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can follow me on Twitter at Doctor Moorcraft. Like us on Facebook and Twitter at Wishful Booking, and email in wishfulbooking at gmail dot com. Got one week to go. One week. Very excited and scared. Very excited. Yeah. Well, I'm not as excited as you, and. uh... I mean, scared? No, it's going to be a good time. You know, we we basically know what we've come to expect from these things. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. 
We'll have one more week to go. We'll talk to you guys next week to preview Mania. So long, guys. Later. Get mm-hmm.